This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Here we go, Hour 1, G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. General at your service, Eddie's. There's Brian Broaddus, the former Cowboy Scout, NFL executive, Emmy Award winner, the number one influencer on Cowboy social media. He's at Brian Broaddus on Twitter X. There's Lucius Alexander, the pimp cup, ready for five hours of flawless radio producing, engineering, and hosting. Eric Chiafalo is in. Carter Freeman's coordinating your video. Zach Woolchuck, still out. Uh, send that man some prayers, some well wishes there on the uh, on the social media. He's on a, a similar family plan that I was, and that uh, you know you're kind of kind of feeling everything out uh, while she's with child. Okay, mm. and uh, that's a glorious time. It is a it's a very glorious time. Special, and uh, he de- he deserves your well wishes and support there on social media. So reach out to him. I'm uh, very happy for that. 2024 is going to be a big year for the Woolchucks. It is, man. He was he was talking to me about just how good it felt to like put hammer to nail. Yeah, just that feeling. Yes. You know, he he finally had that yesterday at 32 years old. Special with be the transformative undo- with the undoey fingers. Is he does he have to worry about hitting his his fingers there's, with the hammer. There's always the concern, the the the, the fat finger situation. I mean, it, it's it's happened to many of us. But yeah. for Wolchuk there as a rookie, I was surprised he came out of there unscathed there yeah. on that thumb. I mean, as, as big of a threat as the Andouis are, I think it'd probably be the lack of coordination to be the biggest threat. I could I could see him hitting his fingers. There's some hand eye issues and then, there and for then sure. Kind of wave it off and then come right back and do it again. Okay. The same thing happening. Like, damn, you know, oh. Oh, and then, like, come right back, hit it again. Double doink. Just double doink, yeah. Well, if, if he can keep those curtains in, he's more of a handyman than I am. Now, that, that bar is low, okay? I can do some things. I can assemble stuff. Yeah. But for whatever reason, the, the curtains have been a bugaboo of mine for a long time. Um, It's just, it's the anchoring yes. into and in, in finding the, the, the studs. Finding the studs. Yeah. And I, I did not do that, and because of that, I moved into this house over six years ago, and a and a in my office above the doors where there should be curtains are like twelve holes in the sheetrock mm. where I kept trying and trying and trying, yeah. and then a couple of times I thought I had it, <laughs> and the cat was like a year and a half old in the prime of its athleticism and would climb the curtains. And the middle of the night, you would hear them bang, 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 bang. bang. Oh, and that's when you knew, yeah. oh, they weren't in the stud. Yeah, they were not. Oh, no. one, once again, well, I would get like the the anchors, yeah. and that's how I knew those anchors are a trap. Those are those are crap. And then I got I got some good ones actually. The 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 ones that go in and then open up on the other side of the sheetrock and like tighten down. Yeah, those are uh, those are nice. But I never did install those. But uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, that that's a rite of passage there, getting some curtains in. That's like the one level up from where I'm at. Well, I do think it's pretty impressive you and fiance wife have that in common, the inability to find a stud. <laughs> 
<laughs> Screw you, Chiafalo. <laughs> it's okay. I was asking my wife last night. So what is it? Is it is it the bag? Then the funny? Then the fixer? Oh, is it the oh, fixer? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That was a good conversation. She was like, "Well, obviously, I didn't care about being with the fixer." Yeah. And then she just left it there, and I was like, "Okay, all right, <laughs> we're taking we're taking punches here." Yeah. At least I am. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were discussing last night. It must have been the five or six o'clock hour. Money fixer or funny? Like, yeah. which one is the most attractive? Other than like physical looks, what are the traits that you can bring to the table? Is it the wealth? Is it uh, you know the ability to fix stuff, or is it the is it being funny? And you know, um, <clears throat> we we got a lot of interesting uh, replies on the on the text messages to that. But I'm in a tough spot here, Chief, and I, I appreciate it if you wouldn't kick me while I'm down anymore because I'm staring <laughs> down the barrel of three bet payoffs. Oh my gosh, I know I'm feeling for you guys. We're over here workshopping ways. I mean, don't get me wrong, I got two. I ain't far behind. I mean, Walchuk's the one that's only dealing with a, a one and done situation. The rest of us are trying to figure out ways to, you know, go two for one specials and you know. How, how can we nip this in the bud as quickly as possible? But uh, I think we have some good stuff in store. I mean, it feels like yeah. we do. Yes. I'm trying to get greenlit, uh, emphasis on the green, mm. like a Delta 8 uh, THC payoff. You know, they got these THC products there in the smoke shops now that aren't really weed, but they, they, they have a similar feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'd be fun. Like a, like a bag of edibles, you know, would you be would you willing to do that, Brian? Like maybe halfway through the show, just eat yeah. them all. Like more, more <laughs> eat like, them all. Yeah, over uh, overdose on Delta. Yeah, o- overdose on a synthetic THC. What could happen to me? I mean, go I, to sleep. Oh, would I? Maybe panic. Well, yeah, oh, right. Panic? Yeah, right after you're feeling the blood course through your veins in a way that you didn't think humans were able to. I could feel my heart beating. See, I can't do the nitro gummy thing because we've determined I might die. Okay, well, you get to choose which gummy. This is a choose-your-own-destiny gummy situation. I like the idea of mystery gummy. You know, Ooh. we're workshopping this in real time right now, oh, but is it an edible or is it a little nitro? We'll yeah. find out. Oh, no. Because seriously, though, we've determined, though, we've done the, the legwork. By the way, Dawson, thanks for doing the legwork on the uh, 40-year-old Coca-Cola mm. that I drank yesterday. That was a good bet payoff. It was that, quite spontaneous. Yeah, Dawson, Dawson did the legwork like, you're not going to die. You're not yeah. going to die. If well, you when, drink this, you're not going to die. And, when Eric and I already said, drank it. When it, yeah, when Eric said a guy in the 90s drank a clear Pepsi and, uh, and threw, and up, threw up. Yeah. No, a, a guy on YouTube drank a clear Pepsi yeah. from the 90s. From yeah. the 90s. Yeah. And then, we, and then Brian's drinking a 1980 Georgia National Championship Coca-Cola. Yes. And about halfway down, I was like, dear God, what has he done to himself? Yeah. So I Googled it real quick. And not not too bad, just, just a horrible tasting Coca-Cola. Very flat. Very yeah. flat, you know, and, and I've been very fortunate with these things that you guys think are horrible yeah. to consume. I, I've been very fortunate. Well, I got I got to be honest. When when we got that open and it wafted in my direction, yeah. I thought it smelled spoiled in some way because yeah. it was just it was it was strong and it was it wasn't appetizing at all. No. I think I think a lot well, of people would. Good, I think a lot of people would throw up as a result yeah. of these things that Brian just does like it's it's nothing. Yeah, Broadus is built different when it comes to just consuming disgusting things. And so we've learned that about him, but... Now there's there's other there's other things on the table. We did we did go through the list of things, and he meets every qualification for like be frightened of the little nitro gummy. Yes, he's he's yeah. he's at the right age. He's at the the wrong level heart, of heart, heart health. Yeah, yeah, heart health. All those different issue. things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the nitro gummy is a record breaking for sco- the amount of Scovilles that's packed into it. I just don't think it'd be a good health decision, Brian, for you to try to take that down. But if you
you do, make sure you're highly hydrated. Yeah, what yeah. chance is that? You guys drink like tons of water. You, yeah. loose, everybody in here drinks water, but me. Well, it yeah. sounds like it sounds like it's either going to be Wolchuk or Dawson that ultimately consumes a little nitro. I would like to see. I'd like to see. Wol- me. I'd like to see Wolchuk come back into the building on Friday and ask Stephen Jones that question. You're long. Minute six question. Uh, to me, that's my favorite payoff. That's in, that is that is on the table right now. Is the transcription of sixty six seconds Lane worth of? There, yeah. Yes, thank you, Mark Lane, from a few years ago. My meandering, terrible question to Stephen Jones. One of these schmoes has to read it verbatim to Stephen on Friday when he joins us at yeah. sixty six seconds of awkward, uh, you know, discomfort. But then, boom, you're ripping the bandaid off. You're done. And we get to, you know, Stephen yeah. Jones gets to be mixed into the bit here. It's, I think it's, I think it's perfect. I think I might do that one uh, on Friday. Actually, I might get a couple out of the way. It, eating a sandwich in the bathroom in the men's room is disgusting. Bathroom and, sandwiches on the table. Oh, I uh, could get you. I could say that uh, yeah. Jersey Mike's, that Italian you like. Yeah. No tomatoes, no onions, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike, Mike's way. No, no yeah. onions or no, no tomatoes. Yeah. Salute to Jeff up there off the location off of seventy five in Knox. He's our guy, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he is our guy. Broadus is our guy when it comes to film, and he has his first look at the commander coming up at 240. Yeah. I don't know what the film is going to say. Um, you know, I, I do think this game's a legitimate cause for concern for a couple of reasons. And the fan base and the team is obsessed with beating the Cowboys, and they have a chance to play spoiler here. Um, and you never know. Sam Howell starting, by the way. Okay, Sam Howell starting. He, yeah. he, you know, he's the kind of guy that if he gets hot, he yeah. could really make you pay with big plays. They have good wide receivers, or he could help you get big plays on the absolutely. Defense. Yeah, yeah, you know he can he can he could very well lose the game for them. But sure. we're just talking about the chance that things go well enough for them. I don't know how many points the Cowboys are going to score. How's their secondary? How's the Washington secondary? Uh, that's why I got to look at them tonight. Okay, I look mean, at yeah, them tonight. Yeah, yeah, look at them. Report tonight. on the defense tomorrow. Defe- defense tomorrow, offense today. This is a team playing for their coach, though, and yeah. Ron Rivera is a guy that the players love playing for. The Cowboys on the road. I don't know what to make of that, and it's a scrambling quarterback who takes shots as well. Like, yeah. you know, I think I think the Commanders have been tanking all year. It just doesn't make sense that Eric Bieniemy would suddenly stop running. He has it. It's it's strange, and we'll get into that at two forty even further. He won the Super Bowl with running exactly. while while having they, Patrick Mahomes. They are thirty second. They just don't try to run. Thirty second in the league in number of attempts. But if if he decides, you know what, I'm going out with a dub, yeah. with Ron, yeah. and we're going to run the ball, yeah. and there's no film of Washington running the ball all year. Yeah. If they're good at it, they could open you up. And if Sam Howell's willing to say, hey. I'm going to put on a show for all these teams because I don't know if Washington wants me and watch me scramble for a couple of first downs. The Cowboys are struggling offensively. I don't know if they're going to get to 20, you know? So I could I could see it happening. I think Vegas has made a huge mistake putting the line at 13 and a half. That's I think a I, lot of points. I think I put it at six and a half, Chief. How about you? Dude, yeah. When I saw the line, I'm going, my gosh, I, I thought that would be that would be moving considerably uh, because 13 and a half going on the road is a 13 and a half point favorite. That seems crazy, man. I know Washington, they are bad. I mean, they're, they're definitely bad, but a divisional opponent at home with a nothing to lose final game of the year mentality and a little bit to gain of just the pride of playing spoiler a little bit to the Cowboys like there might be something there but it's the high volatility of Sam Howell is he just in one of these weird zones where he's he's throwing darts and at the start of the season you're going man there might be something with this dude but then for his his highs can become extreme lows and they're you know he's been sacked a million times yeah. so 
ultimately, you would think this would be something where the Cowboys defense and especially the pass rush will be able to nullify anything that he is attempting. Yeah, this game scares me for a couple of reasons, again, because of things. I, I Really, the commanders have nothing to lose. If Ron Rivera wants to go out and try and win this game, you know, he could go for it on every fourth down. But you already gave him the game plan, right, as the owner, Josh as, Harris? Yeah, if I'm the owner, I would have walked in there and I would have told him. I would have said, listen, we, I appreciate everything you did for this organization, Ron. You know we're going to make a change at the end. Uh, we're not going to win this game today. And and if he has any kind of pushback on that. You play to lose the game. I would tell him then, you're fired. And I would I would name the special teams coach, linebacker coach, whoever you want to name is the interim coach for that game. The closest loser. Yeah. The guy who's willing yeah. to lose. Yeah, the guy that's willing to lose in that in that in situation. Because this to me, like, you know, they're looking they're sitting right now in the two hole in this NFL draft, needing a quarterback desperately. You don't want to fall any further down that board. There's some good quarterbacks, but maybe the one you want is right there at two. And if you win this game and it costs me that opportunity to draft that guy, you know, now what are we gonna do? You yeah. know, I, I'm I, now you're gonna have to get physical. There's a couple of ways. Like I say, Rivera could Rivera could say, yeah, I'm fine. But I think by him starting Sam Howell in this game, and and we'll know Jacoby Brissett has a hamstring problem. Brissett wouldn't turn the ball over, not like Howell will. So that's that's what you got. That's what you're playing with right now. Yeah. Howell, he's thrown more passes than anybody in the league this year, you know, by far. So I. I, you know, he and him, but he'll also throw you interceptions as well. If you missed it yesterday, the NFL releasing a statement reminding teams of the pr- procedure of linemen reporting as eligible. Yeah. It's just so embarrassing, I think, for Detroit and for Dan Campbell. I think going for the two on uh, with seven yards to go was was strike one. Yeah. This being released yesterday, if I'm ownership in front office there, I'm like, Nanny, this is just not good, man. Uh, let's let's uh, we like your passion. Let's make sure it's just a little bit more wheels on, a little bit more buttoned up. Oh, we actually have some pretty good sound from Dan Campbell uh, doing was local this, Detroit radio this okay. is and talking nice. about it. We'll get to that in the NFL News of the Day. awesome. Okay. I, I heard this earlier. It's this, a great exchange. What an exchange, really. Okay, coming up at 3 o'clock, you'll hear from Danny himself. Two days after uh, his team finished the season with a dub over Wisconsin in the ReliQuest Bowl, Coach Brian Kelly cleaning house at LSU. Brian, a lot of your assistants are out of there. Which assistants they let go? I was trying to kind of keep an eye on. Is the defensive coordinator gone? Matt House is gone. Yeah. Safeties coach Kerry Cooks. Cornerbacks coach Robert Steeples. And defensive line coach Jimmy Lindsey. They had yeah. a great offense, didn't they? Just Absolutely. bad, bad His, defense. Uh, they were ranked 101 in the nation in, in defense. Ouchie. Salute to him, man. So that, this is what you do. This yeah. is not what Lincoln Riley would do. Lincoln Riley would look mm-hmm. at his terrible defensive staff and his terrible defense and say... You deserve another chance. And, in fact, I'm going to take your crappy defense from Oklahoma, and I'm going to pack it in my bags with me to Los Angeles. And we're going to run it like this. Salute to you, Brian Kelly. Identify the problem, eradicate it. How are we doing eradicating that fire at Tyree Kill's house? Is it raging? Where can we keep an update on it? Is uh, it on a webcam somewhere? We've got to have helicopter views of this. We do we? know everyone yeah. is out of the house and safe. That's yeah, one thing that is, uh, has been confirmed. Apparently, he was uh, Tyreek was at practice and then notified okay. and, then, and then got to the house as quickly as possible. But there is video evidence of this house completely... In, completely in covered. Flames. No way. It, yeah, I mean, like it, it's a total loss. Well, it, it's there's so much smoke coming from it. It's I would say at, at least it, half yeah. the house is on yeah, fire. Yeah. If he had been home, I would have thought it was a cause by him running routes on carpet. You know, maybe some <laughs> yeah. maybe some dry grass in the backyard. <laughs> Uh, but with him being gone, who knows what could be the cause of it? Is Tyree Kill the guy you most want with you in the middle of the woods uh, with with no resources? He, he can start a fire with his a, bare feet. He's yeah. a spark guy for yeah. sure. Spark. Stars fall to Montreal 4-3. Tough oh. one.
Yeah, they tough. score in the first minute and then the last two minutes, uh, but the Canadians put in a four in between there. Yeah, Dallas came back. I mean, Dallas was down, and then they got two goals when they, they went with extra attackers and, and really at, at the end had a chance to tie the game, just could not. They've, they've had, they had some really, really good opportunities, but uh, the Canadians were able to, 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 to hang in there and get the get the victory for him. Mavs host the Trailblazers tonight, and then again on Friday, a little uh, little uh, a two for one type of situation with Portland in town. I'm going to be at Friday's game, thanks to uh, the great Derek Holland. There you go. Uh, so uh, I'm taking Abby there, and she's really excited. If and if you uh, if if you see us, say hi, dude. You capitalize. You 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 were like, okay, this is the height of excitement here and and sports pleasure for Derek Holland. His yeah. Michigan oh, Wolverines God. are going to the Natty, yeah. and yeah. Joe Flacco is going to be remembered more as a Brown than a Raven. <laughs> this is incredible. Well, the Browns are likely going to win a road playoff game. They're going to go to whoever the AFC South is and, and find a way to win. They're likely to get to the gosh darn Super Bowl. Yeah. There, I said it. All righty, here we go, G-Bag Nation. G-Bag of the Day is coming up at 2.30. What are we going to do next, Chief? The game that will stand the test of time has officially met its match, and it comes in the form of a 13-year-old Oklahoma boy named Blue Scooty. All right. Uh, I want to chat with you about my friends at Window Nation before we do anything else because here we are in 2024. It's the middle of the winter. Happens to be a fantastic time to put new windows in your home. If you want or need new windows... Go to windownation.com, call 866-90-NATION. Here's the deal right now at Window Nation. It's a 50% off all-style new windows and no interest for five years, 0%. I mean, you've seen the interest rates out there, and they've been higher and higher with this economy going on. It's hard to get a good loan these days at a decent rate. Well, how about 0% interest from Window Nation? Go ahead and put those new windows in your home and enjoy 50% off all-style new windows. Now, the great thing about getting new windows in the home uh, at a time like this especially with this cold snap coming through, it's about to get super cold, uh, is it, it, it makes your home better at keeping the warm air inside. And then, you know, turn around uh, in, in the summer, it's going to help keep the cool air on, on the inside. Your windows are your first line of defense against the elements outdoors. And here in Texas, it's, it's um, more important than in most states to have a great set of windows. If your home is older at all, chances are your home has lost its ability to be energy efficient because the windows have lost it. Go to windownation.com. Take advantage of these two great deals. No interest for five years. 50% off windownation.com and tell them I sent you salute. Baseball is back and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back, Nation. G-Bank of the Day is coming up in seven minutes. Segment here is brought to you uh, by the Frankels. And uh, here's Eric Chiafala with that sports hodgepodge. All right. Uh, are you guys familiar with the term boat raced? Yeah. Got boat raced? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yesterday, a texter in the 281, after one of us said that cliche, uh, asked what the origins of that were. Are you guys familiar with the origins of that? No. Do you guys know we why we say that? Would that have to be something to do with back in the day crew rowing? You got boat raced? Ding, ding, ding. No, I believe this is the legit one because I saw a couple that involved potentially like Australian beer chugging. Oh. Which, hey, maybe. But I do believe the boat racing, you know, to be beaten very badly at something. Yes. Um, comes from the boat race, an annual rowing competition between Oxford and Cambridge. Okay. 
and the first side to get ahead can move to the middle of the river where the current is fastest and is almost never overtaken thereafter. Oh, okay. So, so it's, like, it's like basically, yeah, you start this thing, and once you can get ahead of them initially, then you just pretty much ride the current, and it's tough for them to ever beat you. Yeah. And then, so that's what they consider the boat race. That's why we call it boat race. So thank you, 281, for asking us that yesterday. We know the origins now. Thank you. Uh, now, history has been made. You guys are obviously familiar. I believe this is one of the games, maybe the like the symbol for game that will stand the test of time. Really? Tetris. Oh, yeah, dude. Tetris is a game to me. I mean, I was introduced to Tetris, honestly, like in high school when they give us those little laptop mini little like netbook things. Mm-hmm. And it was before they found ways to just block you off of every game known to man. You could sit there and just play Tetris. I'm like, this is an this is an incredible game. Obviously, I was extremely late to the party, uh, but it's still just like it's very self explanatory, uh, ex- ex- uh, explanatory, and everybody understands how to play it. Well, this game has been around for 34 years, and apparently, a 13 year old kid named Blue Scooty became the first player to beat it. The oh. Nintendo classic video game Tetris. Really? Yes. This is on YouTube. He reached level 157, hmm. causing the game to crash. Okay. 13-year-old fell back into his chair declaring, I'm going to pass out. I can't feel my fingers. Of course he couldn't. 38 minutes. Took him 38 minutes to beat the game. And obviously, it just gets faster and faster and faster at every level. So, until a few years ago, actually, players believed it was only possible to play up to level 29. What? 129? No, 29. 29. And the the game, which these players arrange falling blocks into the you know the horizontal lines, um, and it gets faster and faster and faster. Um, basically, it, it came out in 1989, um, or it was created in 1984, but then it started getting on the Game Boys and stuff like that, and different consoles by 1989. But they thought it would like everybody would get to level 29, and then th- I guess nobody could beat it. Now this dude, 13 year old kid took it to level 157, and he didn't even die. The game just sort of combusted on itself. Is this kid like some kind of an alien? Or That's what I'm trying to figure on? out. Like the, the Next level. The ability, I mean, he looks, he, he looks like the kind of kid that would be playing Tetris at an extremely high rate. Okay. Um, and But, I mean, that's that's really it. He's just a 13-year-old kid who I Emaciated, guess can- glasses, really nerdy, bad haircut, uh, hasn't <laughs> showered in four days. <laughs> you, uh, did I nail it? You painted the picture beautifully. <laughs> Shout out to Blue Scooty, who beat the game Tetris. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm very, very impressed. That game gets, things get moving on you extremely quickly. I don't understand how fast, I don't even see the ability to go from like level 20, which is like super fast, to level 157. I I, I just can't even fathom how the brain and the hand-eye, like maybe that's the ultimate S2 Test right for the quarterbacks. That's what I was going to say, man. I, I I I think his you know brain is is wired in a, a pretty dang freakish way. Um, I pl- I played Tetris maybe for a couple of weeks. I think in the early '90s or maybe mid '90s or something. Um, and it's it's strange how addicting it can be, you know, and how satisfying it is because it's such a simple game. Yes, but there's something there's something incredible about it. It's a phenomenal game. It's a it, it really is a phenomenal game, and I think any kid, like any kid, even though it's forty year old game almost, mm. would look at that and go, "Okay, yeah, I'm. This is this is pretty fun." You quickly get the hang of it, and then you're trying to just keep one upping yourself with the scores. But this dude beat it, 157. 
uh, congratulations to Blue Scooty. He will be, uh, you know, he'll be a forever legend. I yeah. would imagine in the gaming world. Like, I mean, what does that do in this day and age? What does that do for a kid? That propels him into a different stratosphere with yeah. the streaming and the gaming and stuff. He's about to probably but take over. Does he get credit for taking down a game that's that old? I think so. To be the so first, people have had a shot. You're at still it. the first, yeah. and but, it's enjoyed a resurgence. Like there was a movie that was all about it a couple of years back. Kind of feel like though that it is is as great as it does sound that his buddies around him would go, nah. It's an old game. Anybody could, you know, I shouldn't say anybody because he's the only one. Nobody's done it. Nobody's done it. Probably but billions of attempts at that game. Trillions, they said. Wow. Oh, really? They said there's been oh, wow. trillions of attempts huh. over the years, over the course of almost 40 years. So has Tetris released any statement as far as that's in the code that it shuts down if anybody makes it that far? Or why Why did it, why why did it, it collapse? Why did it collapse at that number? Yeah, that, that, I, I don't know that we know the answer to that question. I'll have to look and see if they've uh, actually put out a statement of sorts here. Tetris well, is like, wait, what? I would have appreciated that on the original Nintendo game Xenophobe. You were uh, an Earthbound hero uh, attacking an alien spaceship. And I thought it was pretty cool until I realized there was no end. They just they just kept like sending you on this never-ending loop. So I got so good at the game I couldn't die and I kept playing it thinking the end was approaching. Oh, that's torture. They used to have this Nintendo Power magazine, right? And they'd have tips and tricks and like a, a hotline you could call into to talk to somebody if you were that confused. So I'm like, what's going on with this game? I can't beat it. They're like, there's no end. It just keeps going to a similar difficulty level. Wow. Oh, God. Somebody well, shoot me. this is a sports hodgepodge, and I will let you know that uh, Josina Anderson is reporting that Baltimore is a team to keep an eye on with Dalvin Cook and that the Cowboys will also consider potentially adding him as well. They're still evaluating that from Josina Anderson just a few moments ago. Well, I feel like the Ravens kind of know what to do when it comes to winning a championship. Maybe we should have some interest in Dalvin Cook. I, I don't think Dalvin Cook's an impressive profile in any way. The film isn't there. The stats aren't there. I just don't think it's difficult to help this Cowboys running game right now. And I don't, I don't think uh, Tony Pollard's going to get it figured out. He's had like 10 nice runs all year. It's um, really funny because they, they elevate an edge rusher. They, you know, to, they brought up an edge rusher. Fahoko. Yeah, yeah Fahoko. And, and then they, what do they do? They put Deuce Vaughn down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Deuce Vaughn's on IR now. So, I mean, so you're thinking, what, what are their, what's their level of really wanting a running back then? Yeah, maybe I mean, not they, at all. Not at all. Maybe the best idea is just to give it to C.D. Lamb. Here's Lucius Alexander in the pimp cup with the G-bag of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, so my brother had those same magazines, those Nintendo magazines. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. A whole Nintendo bunch of those. Thrasher, uh, Thrasher yes. magazines. Yes. <laughs> yeah, get them that was our internet. We had yeah. to, like, read the same web pages every day yeah. for a month. Uh, I used to play that Game Boy when it comes to the Tetris, dog. And I didn't know the game ever ended. I just thought they go faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. So I want to see that kid play. I yeah. know. Because he can go fast. I'm going to get the fall. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we need to go watch the YouTube video, honestly. Yeah, I want to see it. I think he might be an X-Men. He might be the first mutant. He might be. Yeah. All right, our winner of G back in the day so far. We're going to go to college game day right here as they explain what Bama QB's Jalen Milrose, his uh, merch, says LANK on it. L-A-N-K. That is an acronym for something. Mm-hmm. L-A-N-K. Let somebody know. Jalen Milrow often wears his own branded apparel reading LANK across the front. It's an acronym that stands for Let a Naysayer Know. Being told by his former offensive coordinator, that Bill O'Brien. That is not O'Brien. what I thought. Is that not what you thought? Boy, 
let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. <laughs> of course. The professional's right in the middle of his lead. That's, that's all right. I just keep I thought going. You almost lost me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Real tight up here, as you were. Yeah. you were too smooth with that. I thought it was going down. I thought it was going down out here. Whoa. I looked over at Nancy. Oh, sorry about it. Let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. That's what we thought the whole time. <laughs> I, actually, I think it's intentional now hearing it back that time because the producer cuts the audio to get it clean. Yeah, you think? Like right as it's segueing <laughs> yeah. into Reese Davis, it, it it cues it up for it to to you just wild. ring perfectly with, through the silence. You wild, bro! Branded, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. doing this on purpose. You know yeah. the N word. Yeah. Yeah. Branded yeah. apparel. They're trying to go viral. Blank across the front. It's an acronym that stands for Let a Naysayer Know. <laughs> It is all over my timeline, bro. It is all over my timeline. Oh, memes are just oh through the roof. Oh, my gosh. Now. Yeah, I know. Been called naysayer too many times. You better relax out here. Better relax. <laughs> yeah. This is not your way of doing it. This is not your get out of jail free pass right now. Uh, let me get some vibes going, bro. Mm. Yeah. Just looking for some touch. Some tush. tush. Some tush. Some tush. tush. Some wow. booty cheeks. He went there. Hey! I've been down. Take my word. My will Hey. I ain't asking for much. Mm-hmm. I said, Lord, take me downtown. I'm just looking for some tush. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And that, that filter on the voice? Yeah. That's cocaine stuff, bro. <laughs> You hear that filter? Yeah. Oh, I can hear that filter. I know what it is, bro. That's just, that's disco stuff right there, bro. I know what it is. Is that Jalen Hurts' uh, pregame music? <laughs> now, now I don't know anything anymore. All right. Uh, how's my driving? You ever seen those signs on the back of people's cars that yes. say, how's yep. my driving? Yes. Their business or whatever? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, this apparently this guy was driving bad. So uh, an individual, he wanted a call. So he yeah, called the call number. Yeah. So happened that he called the business owner that was the one driving the car. So they had a good conversation, and then the business owner uh, brake checked them, like my old lady does sometime yeah, in traffic, yeah, yeah. and the guy hit him. It's crazy. Listen to this. Hello? Hello, Mr. Troy. Hi. Um, one of your drivers uh, just ran me off the road. Not checking. Yeah, that would actually be me that just tried to... I did not run you off you the road. Did. You there was cones in the way. Yes. And, and you, you knew was, that they were there. You knew and you there. pulled up beside me so I couldn't get over. Well, you shouldn't have gotten in that lane. You should have looked at the, the signs that say, hey, look, the road's closing. You need to stay in this lane. You got out of your lane. Okay, but you I also have to get room, my, my friend. I was in my lane. You could have hit the brakes. You have to give me. room, my friend. I. You had plenty of room. Oh, when you have a road that lane when that changes, someone is already in the proper lane, it is the law. When someone is already in the no, your law. I know my law, mother. <laughs> I will find no, your you business. don't. Don't I will ask find me. your business. Come on. And that is recorded, my friend. So. Uh, what we're gonna do now is call 911 and they will deal with this. So, yeah. My lord, dude. 
Yep. You are ridiculous. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't know that when you call the number, it's just calling the driver. Yeah. Yeah, he, I thought it was a third party. I thought it was a third party, too. Yeah, he pulled, the, he pulled the bull that time, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, well, I was going to tell on you, actually, but I'm talking to you now. Oh. That guy wants to smoke. How's my driving? Yeah. <laughs> Call me. Call we'll me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kirby Smart on Georgia Radio Network before the Orange Bowl. Listen to this man. How was the warm-up? Warm-up was good. Uh, team got a lot of energy. Um, the practices have been great. I think there's a lot of passion and love for each other on this team. So it wouldn't matter whether there was nobody in this bitch today. These kids want to play. <laughs> Nobody in this bitch today. These kids want to play. You hear me? <laughs> I tell you what. I Welcome like to that. the SEC. Uh, clearly, these on Georgia radio just letting it fly, man. Yeah, yeah. I want more B word on the radio, like it was in the early days. Lucius, just... you would appreciate Georgia radio. They will homer it up. Oh, I love a they good will, homer radio. They will yeah. homer it up yeah, the whole it. day. Yeah. I want to hear the guy in the background clapping. Yeah. 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 Get him! Get That's him! I, like. I love the Get him. Yeah. <laughs> That's my dogs. I love them. I love these dogs. Uh, we have enough to... No, we got to... I guess we got to... Okay, go ahead. Go for it, man. It's oh, one. Oh, it's, oh, okay. It's commander offense. Okay. Who? I'm from Texas. We got a store employee that makes a, an announcement at the store oh. the classical way. He pulls his phone out and he plays some classical music. Uh-huh. And then he gets in this little classical voice here. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> Good evening, customers. As the time is now 8.50 p.m., this store will close in 10 minutes' time. And as the sun must set on a beautiful horizon, so must you make your way to the front of the store to finalize your purchases. Do note, tomorrow morning we reopen at 8am for your shopping convenience. Good morrow, customers. Good morrow. Good morrow. Awesome. He put the little R in there, bro. He rolled that that's a great bit. That's yeah. a send off. Bit. That's really 8 a.m. is not that convenient, though, if you're a grocery store. I'm going to need 5.30, maybe 6. Yeah. yeah. You know, I need, to, I need to get there, get some eggs, and get back to the house, make these omelets before the kids wake up. 8 a.m., that's unacceptable. I don't think you're serving the community very good, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> neither here nor there. I like the bit. Uh, you know, and that's an, always an awkward time when you got to tell the people to get their stuff and get yeah. up in front. You know, so you want to make that a little bit fun if you can. I'd like to have an like an intercom in my house. Yeah, it just notifies when it's time for everybody to go home. <laughs> I don't yeah. even have to worry about it. Wait from, till we reopen. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> from back in your bedroom, you just hit the button. All yeah. right, folks, I'm going to come out of this door in ten minutes, and I better not see any of you anymore. That's right. Reese Davis, College Game Day. How's my driving guy? Kirby Smart on the pregame. Store employee classic announcement. I like all these, Lucius. I, I too. I don't know who I'm going to. I'll go with the I'll go with the, uh, the Kirby Smart pregame. I'll go with the champ. Okay. Lucius. Uh, how's my driving? We're tied at one, Brian. Uh, Kirby Smart. At two to one to one. And your new G-Bag the Day champion. It's the Georgia pregame there with your head coach. Krusty's Corner's coming up next. Where are we going, sir? Yes, let's talk about this commander's offense you'll see this weekend. We'll do that next. Well, thank you, Lucius. Uh, congrats to the Longhorns defensive lineman Alfred Collins expected to return in 2024. Here's uh, Brian Broaddus in Krusty's Corner. Well, that's some good news for the Longhorns. Yeah. Good player. Good player. About to, Oh, by the way, about 
26 players into my draft coverage cool. stuff. So getting that together, that's exciting. What's your goal this year? 250? Two fifty? Two. I try to get right two. at 200. two hundred. Probably end up probably about two ten is probably what I'll do. But uh, just depending on time and how much time you have, and you know, I, I like to at least try and get two hundred of those guys done. But uh, man, I'll tell you this: if you're a team that needs offensive tackle help, this this draft is going to be for you. I would. I I I think there's going to be probably six seven offensive tackles taken in the first round. And uh, then, you know, with the quarterbacks, I looked at the J.J. McCarthy kid from Michigan last night. I don't know if he's going to come out or not, but I, I kind of, he was, I was told I need to look. So that's what I did. But uh, exciting to look at these quarterbacks and then look at these offensive tackles. I haven't seen uh, done a linebacker yet. You know, I know the Cowboys are kind of hunting them linebackers right now, right? Yeah, I, I can see him going a lot of ways it'd be interesting to see what they think of tackle right now yeah we thought they should maybe move on for a couple of years now but when Tyron's playing well and Steele is playing well you can kind of like just keep your fingers crossed yeah so I think it kind of depends on how the year ends how the year ends absolutely all right let's talk about this uh commander's offense and uh these two teams did meet in uh in week 11 uh at the uh, during Thanksgiving and here we are at the at the very end. There's some of the things that the commanders that the first time around, they were primarily eleven personnel teams. So it's the three wide receivers. That's that hasn't changed much. They they've attempted the most passes in the league at the time. They've they were they 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 had attempted 442 passes when they met the first time. The commanders still hold that honor. They've thrown the ball 608 times this year, all right, which is most in the league. And but the biggest problems they have is they've also thrown 19 interceptions, which is the second most in the National Football League. That's only that's tied with the Patriots. Yeah. So if you look at their situation, cost me a bet payoff. Yeah, I think that's why it appeared as Mike Maddox. Some of those Washington picks. Watch those picks. They've they've also struggled with sacks and pressures, which has been a big problem for them. They've been sacked sixty one times, which is the fourth most in the league, and they've been pressured a league high two hundred and sixty seven times. That's the worst in the league, and so their offensive line is different from where you faced them the first time around. There's a couple of starters that are no longer starters for them. Uh, Scripps changed, like I say, a little bit. Charles Leno and Chris Paul were the two starters, and they're no longer in the lineup. It's Cornelius Lucas and Shadik Charles are the two starters, and Sam Cosme, and then Trent Scott is playing the tackle. Now, Trent Scott is filling in for Andrew Wiley, uh, who they got from Kansas City, and uh, he is an injured elbow. Uh, he hurt his elbow in Week 16 against the Jets, so there's some question whether he'll be available at right tackle. But Trent Scott is the guy that the Dallas Cowboys need to go after in this football game, the right tackle. He and Nick Gates, the center, are the two players that I feel like that along that offensive line struggle uh, for these commanders. So if you could get some of those one-on-one matchups, uh, this is where uh, I feel like you can you can do some good with some of those pressures. And we've talked about the number of pressures that they've faced. Um Ron Rivera's come out and he said that uh, that in fact that uh, Sam Howell is going to start. 
And so that, in my opinion, is a break for Cowboy fans. Good good sign of the tank. I, I would say that's... The message got across. The message got across because Brissett does a better job of protecting the football. He's not going to throw it into harm's way. And he's also dealing with a hamstring injury, so that might be a little bit of something going on there. But Howell's, Howell's not afraid to throw the ball to the other team. And we talked about that with the 19 interceptions that he's had this year. You know, wow. Brissett can make all the throws. Howell can make all the throws. But the thing about Brissett is he really does a good job of, like, extending the, the play, using his legs. He can keep his eyes down the field and find the open man. When he got snaps, their offense was different. And their offense is different because, you know, he's just not going to throw it into, into harm's way. Now, their wide receivers are really, really, really good, in my opinion. I, I, I know that I, – I, I say this about Terry McLaurin a lot. If he played anywhere else, he would be an all-pro. He's just that kind of receiver. But also last time that these two teams met, and Curtis Samuel had a really big day. And he's continued to be that guy when – when these teams met the first time, Samuel was not the second most targeted player on the team. That was their their tight end, Logan Thomas. Now Samuel has become the second most targeted player on the squad and, and also in receptions. And he's only had one drop this season. So he's super reliable. We all got a glimpse of him when he played Thanksgiving. But the thing that makes him difficult to defend is now they're moving him around all over the place. And so if you're going to try and say, okay, well, how would you how would you handle Samuel? I think it's a difficult ask just for the fact of how they move him. We see with CD Lamb what they do with CD to prevent him from getting bracketed in coverage. You move him around and you line him up in different spots and you can't get a beat of where he's going to be, plus you can't bracket him. And the commanders are doing the same thing with Samuel. So he continues to be the hot hand for them. But uh, you, we're going to need to to be able to get a body on him and then also get that body on McLaurin as well. I think those are two, you know, and they've also got uh, Dotson, Heen Dotson, the rookie from Penn State. But he's, I think that they've kind of felt like that he's the third, fourth guy there right now. So they're going to ride with McLaurin and they're going to ride with Samuel. Robinson's a good weapon in the past game too, isn't he? He is, yeah. And that's what I was going to say about the running backs here in my, my, my last bit of time is I really do like this running back group that the commanders have. I think Brian Robinson and, and Antonio Gates, or excuse me, Antonio Gibson are, are quality players. And it is a mystery to me why the commanders don't run the ball more. It, it really, really is. I said this in week 11. I do like this group, but I don't get they just don't get the opportunities that others do. And the the unit is last in the league in the number of attempts. And they're first in the league in number of pressures they've given up. It seems to be that you would if you were giving up a bunch of pressures and sacks, yeah. that you would try and run the ball more. But they just don't. I think you have to be ready, like you're saying, Gavin is that you have to be ready for the screen pass with this group. You know, I, I just have so much respect for <clears throat> Eric Bieniemy's ability to win games uh, and come up with good game plans coming from Kansas City, having the Super Bowl success. Those things make me feel like they're doing it on purpose to lose games. I think this is how you tank in the NFL. You just drop a game plan that's good for development. We're trying to develop a quarterback. Let's pass it all the time yeah. against defenses that are expecting the pass. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Um, 
we're not going to run while we're giving up all these pressures and throwing interceptions. To me, that means Eric Bieniemy knows this is a developmental year and this is a year where there's going to be a lot of good quarterbacks. And if we want to put our organization in a good place, we got to lose these games. The NFL's at war with tanking, though. Yeah. That's what we know. Like, well, if you even have an internal email about it and they find out, they're going to fine your ass. They're going to, like, they take it so seriously. Not NBA serious, like, we're going to dock you a couple mil. But it's like a threat to their existence if they find evidence that you're you're tanking. I think that if if he is, in fact, tanking games, then he had better have the assurance that he is going to be the coach of this football team when Ron Rivera is gone. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not really interested in ruining my relationship of like well, and this is a coach in Ron Rivera who's run the ball yeah. his entire career yeah it, what's interesting though about you know what team in the league is second in the least amount of carries for their for their running backs you guys have a guess it's a very prominent football team it's been offensively very good throughout Miami no Kansas City yeah Kansas City is a team that has not handed the ball they're the second they're the second when it comes this to year number of carries yeah for huh. their running backs I wonder if that's just a fundamental thing that you think about, you know, Kansas City, you know, that maybe Eric Bieniemy's brought with him to Washington as well. And he's convinced Ron Rivera that throwing the ball is the best thing with a really a second-year quarterback. Yeah, because my thought was, especially if you look back on the Super Bowl last year, is Bieniemy is not an offensive coordinator who's afraid to run. Yeah. He's going to try to do what you suck at defending. Yeah. And, you know, last year in the Super Bowl, it was, um, you know, a lot of – the running back and Patrick oh no, the Mahomes. running yeah, Mahomes was hurt and they did run the ball pretty effectively in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but right to this day, Washington is number one for the least amount of carries, and Kansas City is number two. I would not be surprised if Bienemy comes in this game and tries to challenge Dallas running the football just to see if, in fact, that they can. They can. I mean, they were and, right and, at twenty-five and, attempts per game last year. Yeah, in in Kansas City, they were twenty-fourth in the NFL, but that was just two attempts away from being dead average. Yeah, so it's uh, it's, it's, it's going to be it, it it's going to be a fascinating game because I I really I worry about the fact, like I've said, I've worried about them going out and trying to win a game. For well, Ron there's Rivera. there's two ways they. I think there's a number of ways Washington can beat you, but I think in order to get the best of the Cowboys defensively, yeah. you have to be able to run the ball. Yeah. And if you can run the ball and they have bad discipline, yeah. now you got something going against the Cowboys. If you're planning on passing, you better Play, have plays right legends. Into their yeah, you plays. better have legends going up against them. Yeah, their their offensive line will struggle with the with the with the huh. pass block and stuff. So that's why I kind of feel like that maybe we might see a shift hmm. in what uh, in what maybe the the commanders do in this football. I like game. the way you slowed down when you said shift. I, there. Did, I made sure I pronounced it right. correctly. Yes. Uh, where are we going next, Eric? Uh, NFL News of the Day, Campbell's Feet to the Fire, NFL Bleed Poll of the Week nominee, and the Micah Parsons problem next here in the nation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.